0: hey y'all hey everybody it's me again dr daria willis and if you didn't know already i am the new president at howard Mm -hmm. community college and just so you know we've got a new beautiful sign from conversations from the couch yeah yeah and we're going to give some people time to get logged in about one to two minutes the team has told me but while Mm -hmm. you're getting logged in i'm so happy and excited to welcome our new special guest for this month the Awesome Lakey Boyd. I met Lakey last month? Yes. A couple weeks Your ago. Your first month? Yes. Starting or my first month. Yeah, my first month, month? Yeah. Yeah, my first
1: like month here, something like that. It was a warm day. Relatively. Uh huh. It was a nice sudden spring
0: surprise day. Yes. Yes. On the quad, we both had our light meal and we chatted. <laughs> And we have become—I'm not going to say besties just yet—not yet—but
1: we're close enough to on it. the way, on the way. And you said y'all at the beginning, which uh-huh. made me so happy on the inside because we're both southerners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ATL. Yeah, that's, that's right.
0: right. That's right. Peace up, yeah. eight yeah. down, mm-hmm. as a Usher would say. Yes. So, so excited to have you, Lakey, Excellent. joining us today. Do we have enough people that are getting logged in and ready to go with us this afternoon? Yeah, we've got a
2: crew of about 30 people so far. They're coming in. They're all coming in. They're
0: coming in. So we'll go ahead and jump right in because I just want to get into talking about you, Lakey, and what you've been doing. But again, thank you for joining us for our first Conversations, or our second episode of Conversations from the Couch. This month we're celebrating Women's History Month. As yes. You know. Yes. Last month was Black with Black History mm-hmm, Month, and mm-hmm. so now we're celebrating just the achievements, um, the successes, and everything that women mm-hmm. have been able to accomplish, mm-hmm. not only in the U.S. but across the world. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into that, Lakey, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I do first want to go back and say thanks for the invite mm-hmm. and congratulations on your role, Yay. key woman in leadership. Thank so, you. Um, as you said, I am. Uh, New to the community, I'm not quite a year in. I'm the president and CEO of Columbia Association here in Columbia, Maryland. And transplant from the Atlanta area, so there's a surprising number of people here in Howard County who have some connection to the ATL, so that's interesting. Uh Ponder that for a moment. Mm. Mm. Georgia peaches, all around Maryland. But uh, excited to be here. <laughs> a little bit of my background. I've served in local government. I've been in uh, the private sector and consulting. I've been in nonprofit, predominantly in place-based foundation work, really with a concentration in community economic development, community redevelopment, and have an educational background in city planning, and that's relevant because Columbia, Maryland is a master plan community as mm-hmm. part of the Newtown movement, mm-hmm. and actually studied it in graduate school. Very so cool. was ready to make a move for a variety of reasons. Um, there was a national recruitment for the position, mm-hmm. and every step I was more and more intrigued by the community itself. and. A very interesting entity that I lead in Columbia Association so we are really focused on community service organization mission based to enhance the quality of life for people here so that means we get to do all kinds of fun and interesting things so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to be here excited to make this connection and really loving the pink pink. couch
0: yes we have to
1: always I I do enjoy this homage to the pink. I should have worn pink (laughs) but nonetheless (laughs) Happy to be here.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with mm-hmm. us. And you just have such a compelling story, right? And also being a Georgia Peach herself. I mean, in the y'all. Yes. In the Southerner. And y'all, gender
1: neutral term, by the way. Oh, yeah. good point. All these great aspects of being Southern, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> so,
0: bearing on the experiences that you've had, mm-hmm. right, as a woman who is clearly a boss, I said that in one of our previews for, you know, you joining thank us. Thank you. Um, as Beyonce would say, you woke up like this. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So we can play that song in the (laughs) background. Do the hair thing. Big flames behind me. (laughs) are bursting onto the scene. This is fantastic. (laughs) So, but as a woman leader, Mm -hmm. our experiences are different than our male counterparts. Yes. What has been your experience
1: as a woman Mm -hmm. leader just ascending through the ranks? I mean, what's been your experience? Tell our viewers. Uh... I'd say a couple things. I'd say the first thing, and with it being Women's History Month, and um, I have a daughter, so this is something that is on my mind a lot, certainly being a women leader, is uh, as I came up, I did not see a lot of women in leadership. So that was, the first piece was just um, the majority of my supervisor, boss, um, CEO of the company, were men, Mm -hmm. and uh, just didn't have a lot of female colleagues, Mm -hmm. and didn't necessarily have um, female leaders. Mm -hmm. So, I think that it didn't make it seem to me that it was not possible, but it was, it has changed so much over time, with still so much further to go, Mm -hmm. that it's still um, interesting to people to find I'm a woman leader. And why I say that is with a name like Lakey. Mm. So, with a name like Lakey, and my maiden name was Broderius, uh, they had no idea who was going to show up. So, Lakey Broderius <laughs> was on a piece of paper before I showed up. And it was, I was mistaken more than once when I walked in the room uh-huh. to not be what the person expected interviewing. Mm. So, I had kind of an upfront seat to the idea of where the expectation meter sat when I walked in the room Mm -hmm. and could feel it, in some cases, change when I was who I was. Mm -hmm. And that was, in some cases, exciting and empowering, in other cases, really disheartening. Right. Um, I would say that my experience as I have moved into more senior management and then ultimately into the leadership position has been largely that I am often the only woman in the room. Mm, interesting, and that is a different experience. Yet again, right uh-huh. to to be the one um, that is then suddenly representative of an entire population, whatever that women. might be, right? right? Um, however, my side note, end note is uh, now president, CEO, and I have a um, pretty much equally balanced senior team, and very proud to say that both men and women, but have some power woman Bosses on my team, mm-hmm. and and proud to be leading with them, mm-hmm. as well as my very enlightened uh, senior men on my team. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it is a different path. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say, and I,
0: I agree with you. You mm-hmm. know, being a woman leader myself, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the path for me was an interesting one because not only am obviously I'm a woman, but I'm young, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so and mm-hmm. I agree being one of the few or the only sitting at the table, there's a different level, in my opinion, of expectation sometimes that comes with that.
1: Mm -hmm. There's
0: a different level of emotional intelligence you have to have to be able to sit in those spaces. Um, but when you talked about your daughter, can you mm-hmm. expound on that a little bit? Because I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. One is 17 mm-hmm. and one is three years old. And I call a three-year-old girlfriend because she's <laughs> she's got that mentality. She's right? already there. She's already, yeah. you know, yeah. and the 17-year-old is mm-hmm. as well. But it's mm-hmm. cute to see the toddler. Mm-hmm. But I also have a son in the middle mm-hmm. uh, of the two who I'm, I want him to see, you know, how do you treat women and respecting, yes. while yes. you're respecting yourself. But yes. how has your experience as a mother, Mm. a wife, Mm -hmm. a daughter, Mm -hmm. sister, brother, Mm -hmm. all all of that. How has that um, Mm -hmm. influenced your leadership journey?
1: Hmm. I would say that the relationship that has influenced it the most was definitely a big transformation I felt when I became a mother. Hmm. Um, So I don't come from a a close-knit family that I had a lot of security and, and, and deep love in. Um, so I had to find that in other places, largely Mm -hmm. in my community, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of how I got into the kind of work I do today. Mm Uh, but that means I didn't define it through being a daughter. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I would say that becoming a wife was never in the cards for my plan for my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I met my life partner, my husband who, uh, Opened up the possibility. I said, "Oh, so this is why people get married, right?" <laughs> um, so I think that definitely um, shifted my view, but it was definitely becoming a mother, yeah, and particularly of a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a 13 year old daughter, mm-hmm. middle school. All the all the good things that happen in middle school. Mm, um, I don't know if I agree with exactly. that. exactly. <laughs> and just I, I mean, <laughs> she is transformation, right? She's in every day. Who am I? How am I defining myself? Mm-hmm. And um, in the midst of COVID, no less. I mean, imagine middle school in COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that how it has changed me is twofold. One, um, her eyes are on me every day, all day, all the time. Mm -hmm. And what I do and who I am and what I say better Mm -hmm. deliver. And I have to reach the bar that I expect for her Mm -hmm. and demonstrate it can be done. Excellent. And changing the world and telling your child that she can change the world means that I really have to do that every day. You got to practice what you preach. I do. Absolutely. Uh, And then I'd say the other piece is the way that I think of my team Mm. has shifted. Mm -hmm. I became a lot more open with leading with my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean I leave my mind behind. It's a very important component of the puzzle. But the idea of really seeing people and valuing them from their total humanity and who mm-hmm. they are, mm-hmm. I think that just really opened up for me when I became a mother. Right. I think it made me lead differently. And I get a lot of feedback of wanting to relate to my team members because, I mean, they're fascinating, awesome humans. And, right. and they're someone's child or spouse mm-hmm. or brother or sister mm-hmm. and i think becoming a parent for me really just opened that up in yeah. a lot of ways so yeah. how about you
0: you have three well i have three yeah the first one came when i was 19 and i i, I was not on the best trajectory for mm. college i partied yeah. a little too much in the south i can't i can't feel you on that one and i don't i don't know if i want to say it was a little too much mm-hmm. i think you have to have a certain element of fun mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. but maybe i took it over you know to, in other places maybe, and spaces, maybe, not. maybe, maybe not. But I ended up pretty good, right? I think so. so. You know. I mean, you're on this pink couch. <laughs> hey, I mean, if come anything, on. <laughs> I, I deserve the pink couch for all the partying I did. But when I had Lyric, um, I remember when I had her, and I had this little moment in the room with mm. her, and I just said, when you grow up, you know, I don't mm. want her to ever see me be nothing. Wow. And so from that moment, it's like she kicked me into overdrive. That's into, a lot to live up to. I know, but I said it right, yeah. so now I got to live love up it. to it. Yeah. And it seems like I feel like we've grown up together because mm-hmm. she has really seen mm-hmm. me at my lowest point, at my highest yeah. point, at the midpoint, mm-hmm. and we we've been doing this thing together. I mean, yeah. she was born in Florida. We went mm-hmm. from Florida, Georgia, back mm-hmm. to Texas, New York, Washington, and now here. Yeah. She, out of all three, has seen it all. Right. So when I think about leadership, mm-hmm. you know, I think what example am I setting for her? Yes. That I don't want her to be a follower. Yeah, have friends, have fun, do those things, but you need to lead mm-hmm. the pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can't be a leader, but it's special folks that can do it, but she has it in her. Yes. I just, and I yes. want our girls, all of our girls to yes. feel that way, yes. that they have it in them, yes. you know, to make that happen.
1: And I just, I I do question whether we allow real space for that, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and a lot of how we raise all kids, mm-hmm. right? Not just um, True. daughters, as right. you said, you have a son, but I feel like... Um, a lot of what I talk about, you know, at home, and we talk about as a family, and how you move through the world mm-hmm. and who you are as a human. Um, I don't know if that is talked about as much in every family. Exactly. I know from my upbringing, it wasn't. Right. So the idea of how does everybody get touched by that? Right. And that's right. again, I think, how the loop. Happens Mm -hmm. in being a leader Mm -hmm. is I I now believe that in everyone. I knew it to be true about myself I know it to be true about the people I care about. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's true about everybody else How can I bring that right so with that then? Mm -hmm. What are the challenges that you face because it's not easy?
0: (laughs) It's not easy being Mm -hmm. a spouse being Mm -hmm. a mom Mm -hmm. a parent or whatever Mm -hmm. So I know we've got some viewers out there Mm -hmm. who want to know Yeah, what were the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome those challenges?
1: So I, I like that you're calling them challenges and not the traditional, you know, how do you balance it all? Because the answer is They're on any not. given day, <laughs> it's out of balance in this direction or that mm-hmm. direction, right? And you just try to strive over time mm-hmm. for it to all balance out. Right. Um, I think the challenges, I mean, time first and foremost, it's yeah. a finite resource. There's yeah. only so much of it to go around. Yeah. Um, making those choices mm-hmm. and... I think that the best way I found to deal with that, right? Because mm-hmm. of course we want some kind of solution, if not real answer, right? Is working through what is my best next choice. Got it. Ooh. And sometimes you can't figure it all out because right. I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. And Type a maybe. Oh, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> and like spreadsheets, like yeah. flowcharts, uh-huh. and all that good stuff. And then you become a parent, and whoo, like that's out out the window. Uh-huh. And I think that it really helped me respond to how do you take the next best decision? And you've got a big view landscape you're, you're striving for. Right. But to think you're going to plot a linear path and mm-hmm. the rest of the, the world and universe is going to exactly cooperate with you um, and maybe deliver you a surprise that actually ends up being even better than you could have imagined. Excellent. Um, but you've got to be able to adapt and pivot And not get so tied into one way forward. Right. And I think that you can get so locked into that challenge and seeing as it insurmountable. So it's it's taking the best next step. And then if it's not a big step, what's the little step? Mm -hmm. And then in a total pivot. And then sometimes you just got to take big, giant leaps. And just go for it. And you just have to say this feels right. And I can't. I can make a pro and con list, and mm-hmm. I can do all the things. But this mm-hmm. just feels right. Mm-hmm. And I have to believe in it. And that's mm-hmm. the way I'm going to live my life, and lead my organization, and love my family. Mm-hmm. And those usually turn out really awesome. Mm-hmm. it's probably what brought you to Howard County. Am I right? yeah
0: I think you are right. A little that. bit. Yeah.
1: Just look. <laughs> but what about
0: failure, though? You know. Oh yes. We live in a society where people think we have to be. Yes. And you have to do everything the right way. And especially as women Mm -hmm. or just leaders in general, Mm -hmm. you can't be authentic or bold or who Mm -hmm. you are or Mm -hmm. just make a mistake. Yes. And I believe that, you know, failure helps us grow
1: Mm -hmm. into who we are called to be. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So I, and actually, this is very important for me, particularly at CA um, right now, and kind of as we adapt and change. But I live it personally. Um, It's better to try it and not have it work than to Mm -hmm. sit and plot and plan for, you know, six more months or two more years or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. I think that when you fail, what matters most, so you first have to build on the inside Mm -hmm. your resiliency to, so that didn't work out. And that doesn't mean, you know, right, I'm gonna do the cliche, but it doesn't mean I'm a failure. Right. But it's really something you have to say and say and say and then live it out. Right. Because of course the moment it fails, it does feel like you're a failure. Right. Like, like there's you can't no other self up There's no other that. way to pretend right. it doesn't feel like that. Right. The key is, as I like to say, um, in my in my inner circle, and I'll share it right here, um, it happens to everybody. The key is you're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it, just don't set up a tent and make a life there. Yeah, it just, You're going to be there a moment, a day, two, two weeks, whatever it might be. And then what do you do? You can't stay there. Mm-hmm. You're going to travel through it. Mm-hmm. And often the only way out is through. Mm-hmm. So I think the key is you can't deny it. You can't hide it. You can't pretend it didn't happen. You can't pretend it doesn't hurt. But you can't make that the only thing that is true about you. It goes in with all the other pieces. Right. Right. And so once you put that in like a Tetris, Mm -hmm. you should Mm net-net not feel like you are a total failure. Mm -hmm. So as I say, it's not the failure. My job is to hold you accountable to learn the lesson. And that's how I hold myself accountable. What did I learn out of that? And some of that can sound a little bit like... Okay, that's easy to say. It's practice. It is practice, Mm -hmm. and the more you do it, the faster you get back up, and And the more resilient.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. don't beat yourself up, and have people
1: around you, whether it be you know friends and family, whether it starts to be a professional network. I mean, the professional network of women I have built over the years Mm -hmm. is, I mean, a, a group of talk about boss women that I mean I can just call up and say so. Like this happened. Just like really happened. Girl, <laughs> and can I
0: tell you about my can I tell you what happened? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And you need somebody that's like, so that totally happened to me, you know, last week, two years ago. And we all live through it and it's okay. Mm-hmm. But we have to all let it be okay mm-hmm. and tell each other it's okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that network matters. Because you can be doing all the work yourself, but if you're not surrounding yourself with people that are going to go in that same direction, yep. then yeah, you're going to get stuck. Yeah, Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. So that's some good advice. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. Build that network of mm-hmm.
0: women mm-hmm. around you yes. that can just create mm-hmm. that buffer to yes. help support you. Because yes. I have folks that I get on the phone with and do my girl. Let me tell you what mm-hmm. happened today. Like, oh my God. OMG. Mm-hmm. We send different gifts to each other just to make mm-hmm. it through that moments in the day and the time. Yes. So I appreciate that. Yes. So I think we're at the point where we can start asking some or answering some questions. Are do we, we have any from okay. the audience?
2: Um, not yet. So, if you're in the audience and you have a question, please submit it as a comment. Um, I just wanted to share that we're getting spammed with a lot of heart emotions. So, I think yay, 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 resonating hearts. How heart do you do that? Hearts.
0: Yes. Heart. There we so go. I, come on, I have a middle school. <laughs> I gotta know how to do that. Seriously. Like, we gotta get my together. <laughs>
2: Um, so we do have two questions that were uh, pre-submitted. Sure. So you want to share those now. Yes, the two
0: questions, okay. let me, wait, let me find it in my cute little comment cards. Yes. And the next time we do this, I'm going to have a nice little conversation oh, from the couch so exactly. to make it nice and official. Branded. Brandon, mm-hmm. Let's get it branded. You got to get it yes. make, get branded and make it official. So what is your top priority for your organization as you take <sighs> the helm and you are a year, almost a year.
1: Almost a year. Your position almost as President year. CEO. Almost a year. Almost a year um so many mm-hmm. but top that's easy top one that's easy uh inclusion mm. and cuz cause it, cuz cause it then spills it's out into everything, everything else. right um <laughs> so i think it's a few things it's um absolutely reconnecting and making sure that everyone we serve in the community of a 100,000 people uh-huh. um feel included, feel welcome, feel seen, feel valued. Uh, Same thing's true for my employees, Mm. for my team. Um, COVID was hard. Mm -hmm. It still is. Mm -hmm. So how can we make sure people are feeling seen and valued um, and really seen and valued for who they are and and all that they bring and um, all the components that make them who they are? But I'd say lastly, the idea, particularly my organization, similar to yours, is we are a very complex organization, mm-hmm. very multifaceted mm-hmm. wide range of types of team members mm-hmm. and um I might have president CEO next to my name, but every employee is valuable and making a contribution exactly and that doesn't mean anybody is better or worse. Mm-hmm. We are all contributing differently, and I have to set the tone that everyone is valued and everyone is included and there is not a hierarchy. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of coming into an organization that I think had become hierarchical over time. Yeah. And um, so inclusion is like my mantra. Uh-huh. And certainly in my hiring practices, I've been able to, to lead and fill a couple of se- senior positions in my short tenure. That's been important to me. Uh, but that every community member feels welcome mm. In our facility, or at our event, mm-hmm. or you know, we are the open space of Columbia. Wonderful public space has to feel included and welcomed, and it's my commitment. Yep. Just gonna do some fingers. Thank you. I, I do for myself, you know. Because I'm take everything that you say. Okay, that's what it's
0: and apply it to yeah, me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think you're right. It's it's about. Creating a culture of care and belonging. Yes. Right. And so I've been here a little over 90 days Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I can say, this is an amazing community. Yes. It's an Mm -hmm. amazing college, Mm -hmm. amazing people who really care about each other. Mm -hmm. But that hierarchy system that Mm -hmm. you talked about, Mm -hmm. it is rampant in our organizations and our institutions. And we've got to work on that and give people the space to just be themselves, Mm -hmm. to innovate, to find projects, do you have an idea? Okay, how do we bubble that idea up to something that we can actually make work? Like we have a VP here, she's starting an innovation lab, Mm -hmm. right? Such a cool concept, but I don't want it to be just about the technological pieces, but what other ideas can we throw Mm -hmm. out there in that Mm -hmm. innovation lab where it's okay to fail? Mm
1: -hmm. And if
0: you did, so what? Let's Mm -hmm. learn from it. What Mm -hmm. other resources do you need to make that idea Raised to the next yes, level, right? Yes, so, you know, for me at this point, I'm excited about getting to learn about new people mm-hmm. and having this wonderful piece. So, I opera. mean, this is in your office every day. What a oh force of inspiration! You know, just look at the hot <laughs> and bring fabulous folks <laughs> yes. internal yeah. to the college and mm-hmm. external so mm-hmm. that I can learn more about them absolutely, and then expose yeah. you to the wonderful mm-hmm. people that we have in this community and our mm-hmm. students. And it's just been a fun ride so mm-hmm. far, so Excellent. I certainly appreciate you just jumping right on in with
1: me. I, I was happy to have the invitation, and any. Um, let's just take this pink couch all over Columbia. <laughs> I think it would be great. Let's right.
0: just talk to more of us. Just, just do
2: it. Yeah. So do we have anything from the audience yes. yet? Um, we got another question. Okay. Um, someone asked, who inspires you the most? Mm. Mm.
0: I'm going to say, I'll take this one first. Yeah, I do. I'll give you a little break. Yeah. I feel like I've been just grilling you with a million and one questions. I want to hear what you had to say. Well, Ella Baker. Ooh. I love
1: me nice. some Ella Baker. Nice.
0: I learned about her in grad school. Mm. I mm. took a class on black women in the mm. civil rights movement. Mm. And it was mostly about, okay, yeah, we had all these wonderful men who yeah. did great things. Yeah. But the civil rights movement was a really paternalistic movement, right? mm-hmm. just men, men, men. Mm-hmm. But Ella Baker was the one who was in the background. She never yep. wanted to be out yep. in the front, and she was a political nomad. So mm-hmm. she would go from one student organization to the next in different mm-hmm. cities, and mm-hmm. she would just get students fired up and empowered Mm -hmm. about doing those sit-ins and all the things that we saw with Mm -hmm. the student movement, Mm -hmm. she helped create that and cultivate that environment um, where people were excited about impacting change Mm -hmm. and what change they could have. Mm -hmm. And I've just always been inspired by that spirit. Mm -hmm. I read two of the books that are out on her now, Mm -hmm. um, and she's just An incredible individual that really made some big changes that we are you know benefiting from today but you don't hear her name you know Mm. out there in the history books Mm -hmm. you know you Mm -hmm. don't see big statues of her but she was one of those ferocious quiet leaders the beyonce before beyonce woke up like this and is helping everybody else get to that space that was that, that, that's you know yeah. that's who I love you know when it
1: comes. Well, to this. it's fascinating because you know again with the Atlantic connection, I think the civil rights and um, had so many amazing men, mm-hmm. but men Absolutely. in the front. And you know you can even look at the photographs and kind of be like, hmm. And yet when you really dig into SCLC and so many of the other organizations mm-hmm. that existed, powered the mm-hmm. engine was mm-hmm. women. Mm -hmm. and so i appreciate that absolutely baker um so how about you (sighs) wow i mean there's just you know which direction do i go in i'll go in a different direction i um madeline albright is is a big one for me and you know having read her biography and she has one of my favorite quotes um which i don't know what I can say, so I'll begin. Go in ahead and say, it. say Okay. Go ahead and say um, it. I, I, you know, We're I don't okay. think it's a big word in my mm-hmm. world, but, you know, Go my world's it. from Come Atlanta. On. You already see it. But <laughs> the key being, you know, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. Are you talking about hell? Yes.
2: Yes, we yes. can say that. There yes. is a special
1: place. isn't it? I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So... She, what she did at the time that she did it and mm-hmm. was the first in so many ways, mm-hmm. the first in so many ways in her career in public service mm-hmm. and with her background coming in and being an advisor in moments that shaped the trajectory of this country
0: yeah,
1: is just, I mean, amazing to me to imagine being in those rooms, to imagine what it was like and what you had to be made of to be mm-hmm. heard in those rooms mm-hmm. and to guide, literally, world leaders forward. Amen to Um that. She's amazing and mm-hmm. inspirational and just fascinating. And, I mean, if she's going to say that, I'm like, well, I'm on board with you. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My commitment has to be to help other women, right? Absolutely. So she comes to mind. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Should I go to our next question? we got, We
2: got a couple more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we can... Yeah. We don't um, get to that question. So we have a question here. A lot of women and girls have issues with insecurity. Mm. Have you ever experienced these problems? And so, if so, have you overcome them?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this
1: is a space where we're supposed to be vulnerable now. Huh? I see. Now is the time to be like... <laughs>
0: and yeah, 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 exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, you want to take it first, or... I, why don't you go first again? Okay. I have so many okay. examples to pull from it, so take me a moment to pick. Like, I'm trying to figure out which one do you exactly, want. Exactly, exactly. You know, um, yeah. Hmm.
0: yeah, I honestly suffer from mm. imposter syndrome. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think any, I do anymore. Yes, but yes. But when I first... um. May my first application mm-hmm. for an mm-hmm. administrative position. Mm-hmm. I think it was for a dean. Mm-hmm. One of my supervisors at the time looked at me and said, "You need to bake in the oven a little bit longer." Mm because I was young and, you know, in higher ed, and I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. in other industries, Mm -hmm. but you're expected to stay in a position for 20 years Mm -hmm. before you decide Mm -hmm. that you want to jump to something
1: else. Well, I think a certain kind of person wants you to stay in that position for 20 years Mm -hmm. before you jump to something else. (laughs) (laughs) And that just wasn't me. Yes, yeah.
0: And so I I was a little petty back then Mm -hmm. and didn't Mm -hmm. have the same level of emotional intelligence, and I said, you know what? Forget you. Spot it. I'm going to keep you Mm -hmm. know, Mm go And and I did and kept moving forward. But every time I was able to get to a different position, I always used to sit back and say, wait,
2: am Mm -hmm. I supposed to be Mm -hmm.
0: here? Mm -hmm. Like, how did I, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not supposed to be here. And so, you know, it took a lot for Mm -hmm. me to get over that um, in the ways of professional development. So I had Mm -hmm. a boss back in New York, who's president, Um, she'll be retiring soon. She's amazing because I would tell her these things and she said, okay, we need to put you in some professional development areas so you can see other people in these positions. Right. And then you kind of figure out, yeah, you're one of the smartest Mm -hmm. ones in the room. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. when you look at other folks Mm -hmm. who have jobs in other places across the country, and that's Mm -hmm. one of the benefits of being able to move around, you sit in rooms and you go, how did mm. that person get that job? I'm being honest. How did they? I've had that sensation. I've like, had that sensation mm-hmm. before. What, what were your qualifications? Mm-hmm. Can I see your resume? Mm-hmm. And once you can get past that mm-hmm. and see that y- you can own it, right? You can own who you are in that space in that time. Mm-hmm. And it's taken a lot of courage and just uh, some good stuff from my husband to mm-hmm. say, babe, you could do this, and I love him for that. Mm-hmm but I suffered from imposter syndrome. Yeah, like, yeah. And then there were some imaging issues there too because mm-hmm. in higher ed, we're supposed to dress a certain way, yes. we're supposed to wear high heels, we're supposed yes. to do this and that. Yes. And finally, I was just like, forget it. Mm-hmm. I can't walk up and down a hallway clicking and clacking mm-hmm. all day. And mm-hmm. I, it's mm-hmm. just not me. And so I've embraced just being myself. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't like it, then I guess I don't need to work for your institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't like it, you can kick rocks with open toed mm-hmm. shoes and go on somewhere else, <laughs> right? Because I'm gonna be here, so yes. we'll do, depending on the situation, yep, yep. but
1: yeah, but it's a path to get there, yeah, it I takes mean, a while, no and doubt. That no doesn't doubt. happen overnight. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Uh, as I said, so many. I mean, so first off, yes, insecurities, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Um, I think one that was really transformational for me to work through was, um, at as I mentioned earlier, really kind of my background. I used to not talk about my childhood. I used to not talk about the challenges. I didn't talk about, you know, uh, being poor. I didn't talk about um, that my parents had not gone to college. So I had to figure that thing out. And that was before the Internet, everyone. Let mm-hmm. me remind you of that. Um, all three, you know, writing and going, really? And, you know, I went to the kind of high school where the counselor told me, you know, don't bother. I had to go work at Waffle House. Apparently, was oh, my wow. biggest aspiration. I was like, oh, that goodness. does not sound true to me. Although Waffle House does have, some right? I mean, Waffle House is tasty. Right. Uh, however, <laughs> the key being that I once I kind of you know figured out how to make the leap, which still is you know the universe having my back. I'm not mm-hmm. going to pretend I had it figured out. I just kind of stumbled forward. Right. But once I got there meaning even to college, it became how do I make sure no one knows where I came from mm. and that I don't know what this is. And wow, you have all that kind of money to just go go buy that at the store. And I'm like budgeting my ramen noodles and, you know, figuring <laughs> out <laughs> what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. And it was something I thought I had to hide. Mm-hmm. And um mm. That defined me for quite some time, and it hardened me. Mm. And I think over time, I had to live my way through figuring out who I was. So very similar to you, you know, you had to actually have the experience and go, wait a second, I can figure this out. I did take that class, and it mm-hmm. did work out. I did apply for that job, and I got selected. So I think that as you live your way forward, mm-hmm. um Pay attention. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the best advice. Pay attention to the successes. We're so concentrated on, okay, I did fail at that or I stumbled at that. And, of course, what can I learn from that? But don't just glaze over when it works. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, that worked. Why did that work? Let's actually Mm -hmm. focus on that. Mm -hmm. Again, don't get stuck in it. Mm -hmm. Keep moving. But I think that um, really that a big part of who I am was mm-hmm. absolutely galvanized by my childhood and the right. challenges I had. Right. So why would I not talk about it? Cause it's part of who I am. Right. And that took me a while to mm-hmm. work through and figure out and figure out how to talk about. But I'll tell you the number of people that even when I say it in passing and you know, I don't trot out all my details, but the number of people that are like, yeah, I identify with that. I get that. Mm-hmm. I was the first, I was mm-hmm. the only, um, I think it matters that we talk about it. Because mm-hmm. if we don't talk about it, then everybody thinks they're the first and the only, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your story can be a testimony for someone mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And live your way forward. I love yes. that. Yes, I love yes. that. Live mm-hmm. your way forward. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah, so it's 335. Do you okay. feel like we can do a few more questions?
0: Yeah, we'll do a couple yeah. more. Yeah, and then.
2: Great. great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a question from someone who asks... Um, as new
1: Columbia
2: residents, what has surprised you most about Columbia? Oh. hmm Mmm. <laughs> You've been here I've longer. been, I've been here fun. longer, I was just going <laughs> to say. I've been here longer. time. A whole, not quite a
1: year. Um, so I'm a proud resident of Columbia. Uh, and what has surprised me most? Uh, I would say that from when I came in, and certainly was a big appeal for me, was the diversity of the community. Uh, it was something that we valued, that we wanted to be a part of. And I have found that while the community is diverse, we are not as connected in that diversity. We, we don't use it as a, you know, again, a southern term, right, that, that uh, tapestry, that quilt mm-hmm. of diversity, I feel like we see each other here, which is great, but we're not necessarily saying I see you as different. What can I learn from that? What can I gain from that? How is that going to expand my experience? And it feels a little bit to me like we're still kind of running in different lanes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not to say everybody in the community, but it's just there's a little bit more of those lanes than I had anticipated coming in, kind of coming in. Knowing what Columbia was founded on, mm-hmm. knowing certainly what CA is about, um, what I've been thrilled is that a very welcoming community, mm-hmm. and I'm making those connections, and I'm finding fascinating people mm-hmm. and exciting and fun people that have the same interests and want to connect and want it mm-hmm. to be more intentional mm-hmm. and more purposeful and more permanent Mm -hmm. and I think we've just got to really band together and you know coming out of COVID we're not out but we're we feel it feels like maybe this time we're actually on our way out um how do we do that how do we all take all that shared trauma and find a way to be more intentional in connection and community yeah you know I think CA has a role in that but um I as a resident I as a citizen have Mm -hmm. a role in that yeah
0: I think for me, it's, uh, so everything here is so close. Mm. Um, at every other place that I lived, yeah, it's, you have to take 30 minutes to get to the mm-hmm, doctor. Or mm-hmm. if I want to go to the cool mall, it's, yeah, you know, 45 yeah. minutes down mm-hmm. the road. So physically, things are so close mm-hmm. and conveniences are. But yet, I think from a people standpoint, to me, we just seem so far and spread out. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't know it's just yeah. weird so mm. we've got these villages and I remember someone asked me one day okay you live in Colombia what village and mm-hmm. I thought, what does that mean so then I had to drive and figure out well what village uh, that is very oh, important yeah, right. that's very important because <laughs> people we were like well yeah. this village does this and so right. it's like well what right. does that mean what and does it, mean? Yeah. what does it mean what does it mean in proximity mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. and how we interact with each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. in Colombia yeah. so while Physically, we're close, Mm -hmm. and the convenience is, but I still think there's some sort of a distance here Mm -hmm. in a way that we, I don't know if it's self-segregated or siloed or what's Mm -hmm. the correct term, but we still seem like, or it just feels like we're far Mm -hmm. from each other.
1: Interesting.
0: And I don't know how the best way to explain that, but Mm. I've been in other places where it's a different feeling than that. Like, for example, in Texas, Neighbors down the street, Mm -hmm. we barbecue and all kinds Mm -hmm. of good stuff, Mm -hmm. and maybe that happens in the
1: village. We've only been here,
0: you know, for three months, but it just still seems so sporadic. Well,
1: and it's hard. I mean, you too moved during a pandemic. I moved during a pandemic, and so that was really weird, right? right? I mean, just moving in and going, okay, so this is how things are. Or is this because of COVID? Right. Or is this, you know... So what is it? So I'm waiting for it it? to warm up a bit to see if things change
0: and... And it's interesting
1: because, I mean, you know, part of the history of Columbia is obviously the 10 villages and... On the one hand, it's really neat that they do have each their own identity. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, to your point as a newcomer, if that feels actually distancing mm-hmm. and not unifying, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that's a lot of where Columbia is. You know, we're fifty, just over fifty years in, in terms of the whole story, in terms of the evolution. Yeah. And what's next, right? I mean, that was a big appeal for me in my position and. Columbia was built on purpose, Mm -hmm. and I always like hard stop when I say that, like on purpose, Mm -hmm. for a purpose, Mm -hmm. about a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that has everything to do with intentionality, purposeful integration, value of diversity. Right. But you know what? That takes work. Yep. That takes commitment. It's not just a master plan, it's actually how the people move and interact together. So it's interesting to hear your kind of initial impression because we got to work at being connected. And what what is the connecting piece for? Exactly. Us? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Being women, that's what it is. Right. Okay. Okay.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think you uh, answered one of our um, submitted questions. Excellent. Yes, you did. We'll right Ex- excellent. Okay. <laughs> um I think this is a good question to end on. Um okay. what did you want to be when you were younger and uh, how do you feel about that now mm. when you're
0: Oh, so I was going to be a band director. Ooh. I like it. Mm-hmm. I uh, left high school after 11th grade because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was a band geek. Y'all yeah, seen that movie, um, American Pie? Yes. It's one day at band camp. But well, we're not going to fill in all of what happened in the movie.
1: But wait a second, but- <laughs> because I, my senior year was on drumline because I played drumline. Oh my gosh. So my movie would be, have you seen the movie Drumline? Yes. Yeah. Yes. My friends yes. played in drumline. Yes. I was like, I was not an American drumline. pie. I was on drumline, I, just for the record. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Okay, anyways. Yes. Go ahead. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that about you.
0: <laughs> so I played trombone while you were on the drum Nice. 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 Yes. Yes. And I was through middle school, all the way up high school, into college. Mm -hmm. So I left after 11th grade, and I got a scholarship to FAMU to um, play in the band, and I was a music education major. Wow. And I was going to run, go back to K-12 and have my own band class. Mm -hmm. And then one day, I went to a student teaching in a seventh grade classroom, and I said, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. But we're not going to do that because now I know (laughs) (laughs) because it takes a really special and awesome person to be in a K-12 classroom. And that just wasn't me. So it was that day that I said, oh, let me pick something else. And, you know, the story can go on from there. But I really wanted to be a Mm. band director. I wanted to make music. I played several instruments. I even didn't get my mom wanted me to get braces. And mm, I said I that can't trombone, do it, yeah. right? Because if I get braces, my mm-hmm. trombone it's going to mess up my armature mm-hmm. and all that. So I didn't do it. So mm. I got braces two years ago yeah. as an adult on my own. diet. <laughs> and I remember calling my mom saying, "Yeah, I'm getting Invisalign," and she said, "Well, you coulda did it
1: <laughs> a long time ago. And a long time ago, and I woulda paid for
0: it." <laughs> so uh, and went from band director to college president. Nice, nice. What about you,
1: fellow drumlines? So, um, my answer is not nearly as fun. I actually, I've been asked this question before, and my answer is, given kind of how I came up, my answer was, I wanted to be successful. Hmm. I had no clue what that meant. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time, it probably just meant, you know, like I could live in a place and not be told that we had to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, I could eat Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, you know, and in, in all seriousness, I just had this idea I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have drawn the box of what that meant. Um, I didn't even really know what college was at the time I was thinking it, but I was like, I know I don't want to be like this for the rest of my days. Mm-hmm. And again, stumble my way forward, live my way forward, mm-hmm. and, and here I am, Look at Presidency you. of Columbia Association, Columbia, okay. Maryland. <laughs> so successful, check. Yes. Right? Absolutely. College president, check. Hey. Okay. We did it. Look at us. Okay. Here we are. Yep. Well,
0: I think that wraps up our show today. Well, thanks for the invite. You know, but it's been so awesome Mm -hmm. learning. I've learned so much about you, Lakey. Good. Me too. Wonderful background, Mm -hmm. wonderful story and just, I know that whoever's Mm -hmm. listening has really learned something and your words have been a blessing to them today. So, Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, Thank you okay. all for joining us on our wonderful hot piece. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: uh, I gotta get one of uh, <laughs> for my house.
0: <laughs> um, and as we wrap up, remember that on April twentieth at ten thirty, that is our next conversation from Sweet. the couch, episode three. So I don't know who our special guests will be at that time. I will tune in. But make sure you tune in yes. to see who it will yes. be. Thank you all. And um, who's running the camera? I just have to show my beautiful flowers. My husband. So pretty. Brought them in like 20 minutes before the show started. I mean, impressive man, husband man, whatever your name is. is. (laughs) Good job. Good job. He wanted them in the shot, but it didn't work with a small camera. So um, if he's watching, I think that made him feel a little bit better. Good job. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you on April 20th for the next Conversations from the Couch. Peace.